Brandy Graves, and for almost a decade, I've worked with preschoolers and their teachers. I've been a classroom teacher, a coach, and a trainer. I've taught preschoolers to read and count, and I've taught teachers how to better meet children's needs. I created the Preschool at Home podcast to teach parents all of that. The best part is that you don't have to reinvent the wheel, you don't have to master a new skill set, and you don't have to be a preschool teacher to successfully teach your child at home. Let's get started. I am 100% a summer girl. I I could do without every other season. I tolerate late spring. I tolerate early fall, but really I wish it was summer 100% of the year. So if I had it my way, I would not live anywhere that experienced winter and 60 degrees would probably be the lowest temperature ever. So no puffy coats, no snow boots, no scraping off the car or having to go out and turn the heat on so that the car functions before I go out in the morning. I lived in Cancun for three years and sometimes I'm just like, oh my goodness, how did I end up back here in this terrible weather And I was just like basking in the gloriousness of tropical summers. So I don't know, but I'm here. I live in Michigan. Um, Summer, we do have gorgeous summers in Michigan that usually get very hot. And I spend most of my time at some kind of beach. Um, But early fall, (laughs) early fall is not bad. And I mean, I I can deal. I can cope with fall in Michigan. I love the cider meals, especially the donuts. The color changing leaves are beautiful. And I will buy a few boots or sweaters here or there that I get excited to wear. But really, that's all. But since I have to live here, I have to endure the fall. What are some fun activities that I can do with preschoolers during this time of year? So I love being outside and a lot of the activities that I do in the fall are either outside activities or activities that involve some part of the natural world, whether it be with apples or pumpkins or uh, plants or experiencing weather changes and things like that. So I've put together 10 of my most favorite fall activities and I've even added in five really cool activities that I found on the internet. So you've got 15 activities to uh, explore during the fall season. And so let's get right into these. The first activity is collecting acorns. And the focus of this activity is on learning about the natural world. But basically, you'll head outside with your child, collect acorns or any other natural artifacts. So I know during the fall season where I live, there are leaves, that have fallen. There are lots of branch, uh, you know, different pieces of branches that have fallen. So you could collect any of these and you can then talk about the life cycle of plants and how um, acorns are seeds and they fall and they, you know, go under the soil and then there's a seedling and then that seedling becomes a plant and how that life cycle continues to go. And this is how we have new trees and new plants. Uh, The next activity is making a nature collage. 
this is hands down one of my most favorite activities, and um, it focuses on learning about the natural world and then also creative arts. So I usually do this as like a freestyle collage. I give my kids a, a basket or bag, and we go outside to the backyard and we collect whatever we can find or whatever piques our interest, rocks, uh, leaves, acorns, sticks, branches. We bring all of that in and we use paper and glue to create a collage. But you could, instead of doing just like a freestyle collage, you could have a piece of paper with your child's name already written on it and they could form those nature artifacts um, into their name, or it could be shapes on the paper already, and they could use those nature artifacts to make a collage uh, outlining the shapes that you've already put on the paper. So there are lots of fun ways to do a nature collage. And these are things that you can keep, you can store, you can talk about them later. So if it's now summer or spring, you can contrast from, well, now it's spring and this is what's going on, but let's look at our collage and let's look at what we collected and what does that tell us that's the same or different about the autumn season. So really a really fun activity. Making apple prints is an activity that focuses primarily on creative arts, but it puts a different twist on it. Um, instead of using sponges or stamp pads, what you would do is cut an apple in halves and quarters. So you would have some pieces that would be halves and some that would be quarters. And you and your child would take those apple pieces and dip them into paint and make, um, you know, stamp them down into the paper to make prints. Um, when you use the half of the apple, your child would get to see like the negative space that's created by the seeds. And then if you do the quarters, it typically is not negative space. So there's that comparing and contrasting there with the apple prints. Another fun fall activity is planting apple seeds. So you take those apples or any apple, apple that you guys were going to eat or make a pie with, and you take those seeds and you plant them. I always like to plant in transparent cups so that we can see what's happening beneath the soil. It, it really makes the activity more fun. And plus, sometimes stuff happens underneath the soil before it happens above the soil. And using those transparent cups gives you a chance to see what actually happens. But you plant the apple seeds and then you could even make a chart showing like how long did it take to go from an apple seed to a seedling? You know, was it five days? Was it 15 days? Was it 25 days before we saw something sprout at the top of the soil? So this would allow your child to learn about the natural world, but also begin to understand using charts and graphs. All right, so this is probably, after the nature collage, this is probably my most favorite um, fall activity, and that is exploring pumpkins. And I literally take a pumpkin. For me, the bigger, the better, but you do want to have one that's a size that you can kind of manage and cut safely because they can be hard to cut the bigger they get. But um, me and my preschooler, we would knock on the pumpkin. What does it sound like? What does it feel like? Let's describe the outside of the pumpkin. 
And we would get very descriptive with talking about the outside of the pumpkin. And then we would cut it open. And literally, it's like all hands on deck. We are squishing inside of this pumpkin. We're talking about what it feels like, what it smells like, what it tastes like. This is absolutely like full-blown hands-on science exploration, but also a lot of sensory experiences happen when you explore a living plant like a pumpkin. So this is a lot of fun. You can even extend this by leaving the pumpkin out and letting it rot a little bit and then talking about, well, what happens when you leave food out or when you leave you know, this pumpkin out, what has happened? Let's talk about what did it look like before and what does it look like now? There's lots of rich science experience, um, experiences that take place when you explore a living uh, item like a pumpkin. And then from that pumpkin activity, you can take those pumpkin seeds, wash them off, season them, and bake them. And now you have a snack. And this really reinforces the idea of the natural world, that we have plants that have a life cycle, and then we can eat them. And here's how to prepare them. And again, this is a sensory experience because your child will be um, using his or her hands to squish the pumpkin seeds and then eating them so they're tasting them as well. I really like working with Play-Doh, but making it myself is not my favorite. But I did find a really great homemade Play-Doh recipe. And what I thought was great about it was that it was fall scented. And what you do was you make the Play-Doh. You can make this no-bake Play-Doh or no heat, I'm sorry, no heat Play-Doh or a traditional heated recipe. Or you can buy unscented Play-Doh and just scent it yourself at home. So it's lots of options, but you're going to use traditional fall scents. And you can do this with spices right out of your cabinet. So cinnamon and vanilla are two of my most favorite fall fragrances. So I scented my Play-Doh with a vanilla extract and cinnamon, but you could use pumpkin spice or nutmeg um, or any of those traditional fall fragrances to scent your Play-Doh. And if you really want to amp up the fragrance of the Play-Doh, go ahead and add the spice, but add some uh, essential oils to enhance that fragrance even more. This is something that if you keep in an airtight container or a Ziploc bag, your child will be able to play with over and over again. And Play-Doh is a great way to get five or 10 or even 15 minutes when you need to get something done really quick, set out a cookie sheet or a tray with the Play-Doh and encourage your child to play for a few minutes independently so that you can get something done. Decorating fallen branches is something that we call painting mini trees. And uh, in the fall, when we were raking up leaves, we will often have kind of like a big piece of a branch where it looks like if I put it in a vase or something like that inside my house, it would look like a mini tree. So we sometimes collect these and you can do lots of different things with them. You could paint them. You could uh, wrap them with washi tape or something like that. Or you could also get red, yellow, and brown tissue paper and stick using glue or rubber cement will work good too for this and sticking 
those pieces of tissue paper on there to resemble leaves. This really is an activity where your child can use his or her imagination when decorating and creating. And this is going to be, again, reinforcing that understanding of the natural world and creative art. With all of the leaves that fall outside, you can do all sorts of activities, comparing and contrasting the different types of leaves leaves, maple leaves and oat leaf, oak leaves, um, big leaves and small leaves. But you can also use those leaves to make fun crafts. And so you can make a leaf crown. And this activity is going to be all about enhancing fine motor skills and pretend play. So you and your child will collect fallen leaves and you'll glue them together to make a crown. Now, if you want this crown to come together really quickly, um, the adult will use a hot glue gun to uh, glue the leaves together. But if this is something that you could wait a day for, you could use regular Elmer's glue and allow your child to take the lead on gluing his or her crown together. They just will have to wait for it to dry. And then once that crown is made, there's all sorts of pretend play scenarios that you and your child could engage in. You know, it can be kings and queens, princes and uh, princesses and princes. We could have a scenario where someone has stolen the king's crown and now a superhero has to come save it. But the leaf crown is fun for pretend play, but also that fine motor development that comes from actually making the crown is also enhancing your child's abilities. And then my final um, activity that I really enjoy to do in the fall is baking together. For whatever reason, I tend to bake more in the fall than I do any other season of the year. Um, I do apple pies and cornbreads and different muffins and cupcakes. And these are these activities are perfect for you and your preschooler to do together. Your child is going to have opportunities to measure, to classify, follow a recipe, mix ingredients. There are so many rich experiences that can come from you and your preschooler cooking together. And then I chose baking because oftentimes you can get a lot of those same classic fall scents in baking. So that's it. Those are my 10 favorite. I, I left you in the text version of this podcast, I left you links to five other activities. Fall, leaf, fall Leaves Art by Pre-K Pages, Pumpkin Drop Fine Motor Activity by Stay-at-Home Educator, Painting with Nature Process Art by Kids Craft Room. Fall Slime, and I love this slime recipe. It looks so cool if your child loves slime like mine do. And even this is even great for something that like little kids and big kids can do together because big kids love to make slime. And so I think this is really great for that. And the Fall Slime is by Natural Beach Living. And then Sticky Fall Trees by How We Learn. So if you like these quick and easy fall activities, then you'll love what I have for you, which is the Ultimate Kindergarten Readiness Starter Kit. In this starter kit, you get 25 activities that you can do in 20 minutes or less to support key learning goals. Learning goals that kindergarten teachers say, hey, when your kids know this, 
our experience in kindergarten is more productive and your child's experience in kindergarten is more productive. Each activity is focused on play and hands-on learning, and you can download the Ultimate Kindergarten Readiness Starter Kit at earlylearningpartners.com forward slash starter kit. You'll get to teach your child important skills and you'll have fun at the same time. So go ahead and download the Ultimate Kindergarten Readiness Starter Kit at earlylearningpartners.com forward slash starter kit. Thanks for hanging with me today. That's all for this episode of the Preschool at Home podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, be sure to subscribe and review the podcast on your favorite platform. See you next week.